Welcome everyone to the Ohave Torah, Daf Yomi Shur. Today's Shur is Daf Nun Tet, the second Daf of Tamid Nishat. We will be beginning on Daf Nun Hayat Amur Bet, towards the bottom of the page, a couple of lines from the bottom, Tanur Rabbanan. Thank you, thank you, Binyamin. Tanur Rabbanan, we learned in a bright Till now, we're assuming the, the name of the Perek was Perek Tamid Nishat, when the Korban Tamid was Nishat. And as we said yesterday in the Mishnah, the, the standard Tamid is Nishat at 8.30. And of course, it changes, the time of the Tamid will change. On Ere Pesach, it'll be 7.30, a little earlier. And if it's Friday, it'll be even earlier than that. Thank you so much for the sugar-free cookies. And that's the law with Tamid. However, we didn't talk about what time the Korban Pesach is offered. Okay? We only spoke about the Korban Tamid, which is done every single day, 365 days a year. But when it comes to, when it comes to um, Korban Pesach, we didn't discuss when it is. Tanur Rabbanam, we learned in the Brayta, says the Gemara. Tamid Kodem the Pesach. The Korban Tamid always goes before the Pesach. So, Pesach Kodem the Ketoret. And the Korban Pesach goes before the afternoon ketoret. Ketoret is this thing that we do twice a day, once in the morning and once in the evening. Machasitov and machasitov And it's also done 365 days a year. And we're telling you here that the 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 seder, of course, only on Erev Pesach, because you only, only do the Pesach once a year, but the seder on Erev Pesach is Tamid, followed by uh, Pesach, followed by Ketoret, and Ketoret Kodemet Lenerot. And Kodemet goes before the lighting of the menorah at night. So, that would be the order according to this Brayta. Says the Gemara. How do we know? Yuchar Davar Shneemar Bo Ba'erev Uben Harbaim The Davar Shloneemar Bo Ba'erev Ela Ben Harbaim so when you talk about the the reason why we know that Tamid goes before the Korban Pesach is because the Pesach, it mentions eating it Ba'erev, and the Torah also mentions Ben Harbaim. Now, Erev is evening, Ben Harbaim is afternoon. Since it mentions evening and afternoon regarding Pesach, and by Tamid, it only mentions Ben Harbaim, afternoon, so therefore the Tamid goes before the Korban Pesach. Mara says, well, if that's your logic, Why did I tell you that the Korban Pesach goes before the Ketoret and the Nerot? We should change the order. When it comes to the Ketoret and the Menorah, the Pasuk only says Ben Arbaim, doesn't say Ba'erev. So the same logic that applied that made the Korban Tamid before the Korban Pesach should also apply to make the should also apply to make the Ketoret and the Menorah beforehand. Now the Ketoret and the, and the Menorah say, share the same Ben Harbaim. Uh, Rashi will tell you. 
משום הייתיים הגופה, היא אוכלת דבר דבקטור ונראות חד בין הארבעים כתיב, ועלות ארון ונראות בין הארבעים יקטננה. פסוק says in שמות, when ארון lights the נראות בין הארבעים, doesn't say בערב, and therefore פסח should be the last one. Over there, the Torah excluded with the word oto, it. Okay? Yaroch oto. The word oto was extra. And it comes to tell you Tanya, we learned in the bright, the at Boker. It says that the menorah works from evening till morning. Ten lamidata, you have to put in the menorah the right amount of oil. It has to light from the evening till the morning. How do we see it? So the only thing that goes from evening till morning is going to be lighting the menorah. My time, what's the reason? Amar Kara, Pasuk says, Yaroch oto aron banav me'erav al-boker. Oto me'erav al-boker. Only it goes from evening till morning. Ve'en devar acher me'erav al-boker. Nothing else goes from evening till morning. And therefore, since Ketor, it's supposed to be from evening till morning. So therefore, it's got to be later than the Korban Pesach. Okay. Good. That's good for Nerot. Since the Ketorah is right next to the Nerot in the Torah, so we have a Hekesh between the two, and therefore it also has to go after the Pesach. That's how we know those two afterwards. Okay. Says so the Gemara. We have a Brayta that seems to go like the question now, which means the following. Until now, we started with one Brayta, and that Brayta was clear. He's a Mizanot. Wow. Okay. So, we have a brighter that follows our question. Remember, our question was maybe the Korban Pesach should be less. Listen to this Brayta. The Brayta actually says, Tamid goes before the Ketoret. Kodem la Ketoret. Ketoret, Ketoret la Nerot. Ve Nerot, Kodem la Pesach. According to this Brayta, the actual order in the Bet Mikdash was Pesach last. Like the question. Yuchar davar shnemor ba'erev ben ha'albayin. Ve davar shnemor ba'erev ben ha'albayin bevar. And he used the same reason that we said before. That the Pesach, the Quran Pesach, since it mentions Ba'erev and Ben Harbaim, and the word Ba'erev is mentioned and it doesn't say Ba'erev by the other ones, should be last. Now the Gemara is going to ask the obvious question on that. Vaktiv Oto, doesn't it say the word Oto by the Menorah, which we just used to teach you that that has to be Oto, only it goes from evening to morning? And so the Gemara, Hai Oto, Mibayle Mute. That comes to exclude things that are inside. 
coming to exclude, exclude the Ketorah. Saka, I would have thought, since it says, when Aaron lights the Nerot in the afternoon, he will burn it. I would have thought, let's light the lamps first, light the Nerot first, and then do the Ketorit. To teach you that it is out. In other words, we're coming to teach you that the ketoret goes before the nerot. That's what otor is for. Coming to exclude only the ketoret, but not the korban pesach. Ela ben ha'abayim So why does it say ben ha'abayim? Sounds like it's after the menorah. When you do the Nenot, you do the Ketorit. Okay. New Brighter. Tanu Rabbanan. There's nothing that ever goes before the Tamid of the morning. Ela Ketorit. Ketorit goes before Tamid Shashahar. How do we know? Because it says by the, the Ketorit in the morning, it says, Baboker, Baboker, Yakterena. Since it's double Baboker, that double Baboker means it goes before the Tamid. Vyaktim Ketorit, Davar Shinema Baboker, Baboker, Victor Alav, Aaron, Ketorit, Tamid, Baboker, Baboker. Good. So that goes before. Something where it says only one boker. Okay. There's nothing that goes after Tamisha ben Harbaim. Except for these three things that we just mentioned, the previous Brayta, Ketoret, Nerot, and Pesach. Oh, we added another one over here. Here's number four. This is a, 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 a korban of someone who did not have a kapara on Erev Pesach. Shetovel shenit v'ochel peschol ba'erev. Now, let's explain what this is talking about. Now, if you have a guy who was, let's say, mitzorah, he got tzarat, okay? So the way it works is first... He goes to the mikveh on the seventh day of the process. Then he goes, then he waits till Erev Shemesh, till nightfall. Right? And you do this a special korban on the eighth day. Now, until you get the till you get the korbanot offered on the eighth day, you're still not allowed to have. Uh, korbanot. So there's three stages. Stage one, you could eat uh, chulin. Right? <coughs> Once you go to the mikveh the first time, then you could have chulin. The second, after Harev Shemesh, there's mikveh, there's nightfall. Nightfall, you could already eat Harev Shemesh, you could already eat truma. Then you have to wait for, for the korban to happen in order to eat a carbon, okay. So if you have a guy on Erev Pesach who did stage one, stage two, and he didn't get to do stage three, 
Okay? Now, since he didn't get to do stage three, technically, he's not allowed to eat the Korban Pesach. And he'll be stuck doing a Pesach Shini. That's problematic. So, we allow him, according to this Brisa, we allow him to dip himself a second time and eat the Korban Pesach. So, that can be done. His his korban could be done that day. Fine. We're going to discuss this for a while soon. According to Biochan and Bruka, Rishmael, he says that not only on Erev Pesach, even on any day of the year, he could go dip in the mikveh and he could eat. He'll bring, his, he'll bring his korban after the korban tamid, and he can eat it at night. So all these things, the mitzvah is included. So this brighter added mechusad kipurim. Machloket, if we added it only on Erev Pesach, or we added it every day of the year, according to Biochran and Mabruka. Tirumah, you don't need the korban for tirumah. Korban is not necessary for tirumah. When you have a mitzvah, the order is... You dip in the mikvah on the seventh day. Then you wait till nightfall. Then you can have truma. After you dip in the mikvah, you're at full yom. Wait for head of shemesh when nightfall comes. Now you're you're done, but you still can't. You're done for truma, but you're not done for carbon until you bring the you bring the bring you bring the carbon. Okay, good. I understand according to Tanakama. Yavo said the Pesach sheishbo karet. Vidche said the Hashlama sheen ba karet. We're assuming over here that this business we we had a law in the Torah that says Alei Hashlem Kulam, which means that the Tamid has to be the last korban on the mizbeach. Okay. That's the Korban Tamid. Alea Hashlem, we had this with yesterday too. Alea Hashlem, Korban Korban. So Tamid has to be last. And that's a love in the Torah. Right. So how do we get rid of that love for something else? So the Torah said, listen, according to Tanakama, who says we only do this on Erev Pesach, I understand what's going on. Because not eating a Korban Pesach is a Aseh that has Karet. <coughs> so we'd rather push off having the last korban on the Mizbech being the korban tamid for this guy who has a has a of karet. Okay, we'll push it off for him. Ela, mm-hmm. Why did you decide, according to him, to push off push off this rule of hashlamah that the tamid is the last thing for all korbanot, not even on Erev Pesach? He did it for any time, for any day, mm-hmm. any day of the year. It didn't get done earlier. The guy comes running into, into the into the. He comes running into the. Mr. McDash, he wants to get it done. We'll do it for him, just to get him to eat his korban. Right. Amar Avina, Amar Avchista. Avina says the name of Avchista. Hacha bechatat haof askinan. Here. We're talking about a chatat ha'of, which means she'en the mizbeach el adama. 
We're talking a case where the chatat that the guy had to put was a chatat ha'of. And the rule is, on the chatat ha'of, when you have a bird chatat, the only thing that goes on the mezbeach is the blood of the, of the bird. And we don't have to put on the fire of the mezbeach the meat of the bird. Since we don't have to put the meat of the bird on the mezbeach, so we're not putting anything on the korban tamid. Right. It's just the blood getting sprinkled, and the actual korban is not on top of it. And therefore, since nothing else went on top of it on the fire, therefore, we're not messing with the rule of the tamid, that the tamid is less, tamid was less. You just sprinkled some blood, but I didn't put anything on top. So that every, now everything was fine. That's why, according to this, that's why Rishmael, the son of Yerukhan and Bruka, allowed it. Says the Gemara, that's the answer of Rav Chista. Okay? Rav Papa Amar. Now, you should know that obviously you have to bring an Ola and an Asham besides that. However, the Ola and the Asham. Is not a, is we're not we're not dealing with that case. So in other words, I guess the case was hold on. So I guess the case was that we're not dealing with the other ones. You only have to do the chatat, and that's what you can do. That's the main one that that holds you back from eating. Rapapa Amar, I feel According to Rapapa, you don't have to say we're talking about a guy who is bringing a chatat that was only a bird. It could it can even be a behemah that has to go on the fire. Ma'ala. All you'll do is you'll take when you have the the when you have the korban that's the behemah. I'll bring the behemah parts that have to go on the mizbeach up on top of the mizbeach. Umalina mizbeach, and I'll leave it overnight on top of the mizbeach. Now, normally, when you leave a korban overnight, it becomes pasul. I thought we're saying that it's bad. You can't spoil the meat, no. Besides that, besides that problem, even if you're not worried about spoiling the meat, there's a separate problem of leaving a korban overnight. It's called, it's called uh, lina, right? And anything that's left overnight is left overnight comes basul instantly. So you're being poselet by leaving it overnight. Right. But here, Rapapa is claiming that since you're leaving it on top of the mizbeach, on top of the mizbeach, there's no no pasul. So you're not putting it on the fire on top of the mizbeach, but you're going to leave it on top. Of, you're going to sprinkle the blood. That'll let the guy off the hook because his blood got sprinkled. And the meat, you'll wait till the morning. And after you do the time meat of the morning, you'll put the le- left of meat to the last night on top and it doesn't get pasul because it's on top of the bear. Mm-hmm. Okay? Asham. What about the Asham? You need that too? Now, the Asham cannot be a bird either. So therefore, you have a question. What's going on? Papa, it's good according to our Papa who says you leave the stuff on top of the Mizbeach. So we'll leave the Asham meat on top of the Mizbeach. Okay? According to Rav Chista, who said that the way you got out of it was that the Chatat was a bird Chatat. Okay? How you get out of it? The Chatat can't be a bird. So how'd you do the Asham? So we, now we're only good according to the second answer. Okay, we're going to the first answer was no good. Amri, so we say, no. You're right. In a general, you can't do it. But the bright is talking about a case that they did the Asham already and they just didn't do the Khatat. 
and therefore you call. Vahaika Ola, what about the Ola? Right? You didn't do the Ola. Vihite, maybe you'll answer me. Yeah, maybe you'll tell me, well, the case is that you didn't do the Ola, but the Ola is not important, <coughs> which means not, not, not important, but it doesn't hold back the guy from being Tahor. Just like the Chatat and Hashem hold him back from eating the foods, so does the Ola also. And therefore, what about the Ola? How did you get out of the Ola? Maybe you'll answer the question the same way you answered the question from the Asham. Answer the same question about the Ola. We're talking about a case where the guy offered the Ola already, and the only thing left was the Khatat. Are you with me? Yeah. Good. Yeah. Is it possible to bring the Ola before the Khatat? Because we're talking about the chatat here. He, the, the Ola really can't go before the chatat, the Gemara is claiming. The second one is the Ola. So it sounds like, the chat, why would it mention the chatat this verse? In every Korban chatat, we learn, that the chatat has to go before the ola. We learn out that even though you're offering a bird, which is cheaper, you still put the bird before the animal ola, and therefore it can't be, since we're talking about the chatat over here that we're leaving on the mezbeach, it can't be that you offered already the ola. So what do you do about the ola? Amar Rava says, no. Shani olot mitzona. That's true by other olot. But the olav mitzorah is different. The Rachmana Amar, because the Torah says about the Rachman, about the chatat of an olav, turn the page and read it. You could already have done it already, and therefore, this time the olav goes first, because it's special pasuk. Okay. Amalei Rab Shaman Bar Abba, the Rab Papa. So Rab Shaman Bar Abba told Rab Papa the following. A papa was the one who says that we leave the thing on top of the mezbeach. Remember that? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So. Ah, still hot. Okay. So he says. We got a problem. Because the rule is that the Beit HaMikdash, the fire on the Mizbeach is burning all night. Now, the Kohanim all night are able to offer the, the, the limbs of the, of the Korbanot that were left over for during the day. Right? That's, that's the way it works in, in the, in the Beit HaMikdash. So the problem is that the Kwanim and all the chata'ot and extra limbs that didn't get burnt during the day could be burnt all night by the Kwanim. Now when the Kwanim go up on top of the Mizbeach, they're going to be throwing stuff into the fire. 
Now the problem here is that they might see the, the stuff that's left from the Mitzorah on top of the Mizbeach and think it's one of these extra uh, korbanot and put it on the fire and really this stuff cannot be offered till the morning. So according to Rapapa, they're asking Rapapa, hey Rapapa, your thing, it's very nice that you're not, it's not a problem because we're not doing it, we're not going to put it on the Mizbeach till the next morning, but it's going to cause the trouble for a Kohanim who's not going to realize, not gonna, it just looks like a piece of meat, they're going to put it on, they're going to throw it on. It was on the Mizbeach, What? It was on the Mizbeach. No, Papa said, said we left it on top of the Mizbeach. But all night, the Kohanim have all these limbs of other Korbanot that they're allowed to put on. Those Korbanot they're allowed to put on because the blood was sprinkled <coughs> beforehand. Right? This the blood was sprinkled after they're not allowed to be sprinkled, now they put on. And if you leave them on top, how are the Kohanim gonna know the difference between which Korban it's from? And they might throw it on the Mizbeach. Right. That's the problem. So Shaman Bar Abba asked your papa, he says, You have a nice, nice chap, but you end up causing trouble to the Kohanim. Yes, it's okay for the owner, but it's trouble for the Kohanim. Amalais or Papa answered him, Kohanim zidizin him. Kohanim are extra careful with sacrifices. And therefore, you don't have to worry about the Kohanim. They don't get mixed up. There's a general rule that Kohanim are zirizim. Kohanim in the Beit HaMikdash are very, very careful with all the rules. And therefore, you don't have to worry about them. Rapapa claims, you don't have to worry about them getting mixed up with the stuff. Amalei Rav Ashi Rav Kahana, so Rav Ashi asked Rav Kahana on Rapapa. For Amalei and others say, Rav Huna Brady Rav Natal Rapapa. Others say, who would not have answer Papa himself? Right? So, I look at whether this question about Rapapa was asked her of Kana, or maybe they actually asked her Papa to his face. But the rule is that before you put the Emurim on the Mizbeach, the Emurim are the limbs that have to go on the Mizbeach, before you do that, the Kohanim are not allowed to eat the meat of the sacrifice. That's a rule. Kohanim can't eat the meat until Hashem ate his part. In general, of this korban, there's a Kohanim eating part, and there's a Hashem eating part. Quotes. Obviously, right. Hashem doesn't eat it, but it goes on his back, right? And the rule is, <coughs> the Kohanim can't eat till the parts goes back. So all night, the Kohanim are not allowed to eat the, the the limbs of this mizbeach of the guy who was uh, of this korban of the guy who was uh, who was who was late with his thing. How do we know? The Tanya we learned. You might think the kohanim could have the breast and the thigh of the shlamim before burning of the parts. The kohen will offer the chelav on the mizbeach. And after that, the Torah says, that the, that the breast goes to Aaron and the skids. Therefore, they can't eat any of it. And the Kohanim can't eat the Basad, then the owner doesn't get Kapara. Since the Kohanim didn't eat, so then the, the owner's not going to Kapara. So what are you going to gain with your whole thing if you're going you're gonna to sprinkle the blood and then leave it on top and then you think the guy's going to be able to eat his korban, korban, either Pesach or according to Mishmah Marukamruka. The other korban, it's not going to help you nothing. If the Kohanim can't eat, then the guy's not going to be <laughs> purified and it'll, you'll be stuck again. Tanya, how do we know? We're going to the brighter. 
It says you eat them about the guys who got kapara. Milamir, we learn that when the kohanim eat, that the owner gets kapara. So you have to wait for the kohanim to eat. So what do you gain? So he answered him. Now he answered is either Rapapa himself, according to the second opinion, or it's Rav Kana answering for Rapapa. Since it's impossible to burn the chatat, therefore it's like it got tameh, and then the kohanim can eat. Because the rule is that the kohanim can't eat as long as we didn't put on the chelev on the mizbech. That's when the chelev's around and able to go on. But if the chelev is unable to go on, let's say he got tamed, or let's say he got lost, then the kohanim are allowed to eat without it. And therefore, this is like it got lost. Therefore, the kohanim can eat. When they eat, it'll be kapara. You might have thunk. That if you lost the emunim that goes on the mezbeach, or shavdu, or katameh, I did it backwards, whatever. Lo yu konim zakim bechazev shok. The kohanim should not be able to get the breast and the chai, they can't eat it. Tamud omar, vaya chazel aron, when Pasuk says that the, the, the breast goes to aron and his kids. Mikomakom, regardless whether it got lost or not. And therefore, this is like it got lost, and everything is fine. Says the Gemara. Rav Kahana, Rami, Rav Kahana says, po- points out a contradiction. Pasuk says, Velo yalin hagi ad boked. Don't leave overnight the fats of my my chag, my chag, my uh, holiday offering at the morning, till the morning. Ad You can't leave it till the morning. But you can leave it all night. Another pasuk says, It says that you burn on it the fat of the shalim, which means, That means you have to finish all the sacrifices. And that teaches you that you can't do anything after the, the Korban in the afternoon. So we're saying here, the first one sounds like, don't leave the chelev till the morning, which sounds like you could burn it at night. Okay? Because it says you can't do it till the morning, but at night you could burn it. And the other pasuk says that you can't do anything on the on the korban tamid. It sounds like you can't burn overnight. Make up your mind. The first pasuk which says you could do it all night, that's only when it was left over from a korban that you already sprinkled the blood. Right. But if you didn't sprinkle the blood yet, then you can't burn anything overnight. And that's how we learn okay. that anything you sprinkle the blood you could do, which is which is interesting because we, we needed this beforehand. We mentioned it beforehand that anything that was sprinkled the blood you could do overnight. Okay? Ramu le Rav Safra le Rav. So Rav Safra asked the contradiction to, to Rav. Ktiv, it says, Lo yalin la boker zevachal kapasach. Don't leave till the morning the Pesach Korban. It sounds like you leave it all night. 
15 Pasuk says, Olat Shabbat B'Shabbato. To Olav, eat Shabbat on the Shabbat. You can't do a weekday thing on Shabbat. You can't do a weekday on Yom Tov. And therefore, how can you put, how can you, burn the Korban Pesach until the morning, if you burn the Korban Pesach by the morning, now hold on, let me explain what's going on here, hold on, let me just, there's parts of a Korban Pesach that we don't eat, and goes on the Mizbeach. Now those parts, let's say we have a lot of the parts, which of course we probably do have with the Korban Pesach, everyone's making these Korbanot. So the, that part can be burnt all night, we're saying, we're saying now. We're asking a contradiction. How could you burn it all night? I thought we said that anything that was sprinkled, that the blood was sprinkled on a weekday becomes a weekday korban. Now, if we sprinkled it on Ere Pesach, which all these korban were sprinkling on Ere Pesach, that means that their meat is Ere Pesach meat. Right. And we said, you can't do Chelev Chagi. It says, Olat Shabbat B'Shabbatoh. You're allowed to put the Olav Shabbat on Shabbat, you're allowed to burn it. But you can't burn a weekday korban yeah. on Shabbat or a weekday korban on Yom Tov. Yeah. And therefore, how can we burn this korban Pesach all night? This is the question that Rosh Hashanah asked Rav. Amarle, so Rav answered back, Kvar Remya Nihale Rab Abba Barchia. Rabia asked that question of Rabbi Abu. Vishanle Rabbi Abu already answered the question. Hachar Baabasa Shachalio Peshabat Askinan. Techelve Shabbat Kirvim Biyom Tov. You're right. We're talking about a case where the 14th of Nisan was a Shabbat. Since the 14th of Nisan was a Shabbat, Therefore, we're doing it. Therefore, when you sprinkle the blood on Erev Pesach, it was a Shabbat korban because right. it was on Shabbat, and therefore you're allowed to do a Shabbat korban on Yom Tov. But you're right; otherwise, you can't do it. Otherwise, you got to finish all the sacrifice stuff on uh, on Erev Pesach. What? You got to get them all on. Got to burn them all in a regular week where it's not Shabbat. You'll be stuck. But here, when it says that you can't leave it till the morning. But you could do it all night. That all night one is only talking when it was Shabbat. Okay. Amalei, so Rav Safra said back, Mishum dechelve Shabbat kirvimi yom tov, Anan, Niku, Nik Mule, Tehai Krab, Arba, Sasha, Chali, Yom, Shabbat, Hu, Dechiv. We're going to assume that the, because you're allowed to do the Chalve Shabbat on Yom Tov, that means we're going to say the Basuk is talking about this type of case. Amalei, Shifkilekra. This pasuk, you have to leave it alone. Because this is the only way to explain the pasuk. Wait, what happened? I'm sorry. What happened? The pasuk, Rav Safra didn't like the answer because Rav Safra said, you going to tell me that the whole pasuk, which says, um, don't leave Zevach Pesach Adaboken, which sounds like, but you can burn it all night. That whole pasuk is only talking about one case when it happened to fall out on a Friday. Right. The rabbi says, the rabbi says, listen, that's the only way to explain the pasuk, and therefore, yes, that's what the pasuk is talking about. Wow. Okay, and we're stopping over here at the Mishnah. Ha Pesach Shishachtu Lishalosh Ma Baruch Adonai Le'Olam. Amen. Amen.